0: Start your engines and buckle up. It's the Lightsight Let's Go F1 show. Good evening and welcome again to the Lightsight Let's Go F1 show on Jack's radio. And you just heard Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones, and that one is dedicated to Steve. And the rest of the guys in Harris Bar in Exeter after they made me feel very welcome on the weekends. And this week we are going to review the Sao Paulo Grand Prix from the Autodromo Jose Carlos Pace in Interlagos. And with me to do that will be Rich and Adam. How are you guys?
1: Just getting really bored with all of your rolling of your R's and your Spanish (laughs) South American infections. I would, You're uh, going to be really, really upset when we move across to the Middle East in Qatar next week, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, it's
2: really gutted. Really gutted. <laughs> I, I I will say there was a tiny little part of me that was hoping you were going to introduce it as the Brazilian Grand Prix so I could jump all over that. But no, no, no he's, he's, not. Well, he's,
1: well, he's well prepped. If he is well prepped. <laughs> yeah, if nothing else, he's well prepped. I know, that it's, this, I know it's the Sao Paulo Grand Prix. Actually, could you remind me why it's not the Brazilian Grand Prix anymore? Officially,
0: It was uh, funding rights. So the uh, uh, okay. Sao Paulo, uh, to the city funded the uh, the Grand Prix instead of the Brazil government. Essentially,
1: oh yeah, I didn't, why, didn't know that. I genuinely, yeah. didn't I, just, I? Know what it's called now? So you yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: which is sure. similar to the Mexico City Grand Prix. Yes. it was the Mexico City Grand Prix, not the Mexican for the. I, same I feel beast, I,
1: think. I feel thoroughly informed now. In Thank you very much.
0: Mr. There you go. There you go. So give me a score out of ten for the weekend.
1: Stupid question. Ten. <laughs>
2: 10 even oh come on
1: it was 10 we know it it.
2: okay i am all right okay 10 i'm gonna 25
1: pace grid penalty if you think
2: this isn't driver of the day i'm judging i'm judging the weekend i would give it about eight or a nine i'm gonna go yeah i was gonna go nine just because there were some really mm, little moments that could could have wrecked and
0: and people were, were talking saying oh see sprint is exciting Well only only because Hamilton was at the back. I mean other than that, it 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 wouldn't have been
1: it actually makes a case for touring car style reverse grids, doesn't it?
2: It doesn't it though? Can you imagine if they were both back there? Can you imagine?
1: Literally, all right, I'm on the hoof now. What if because you've got to give everybody the incentive, what if finishing positions at the last race right? Reverse grid for sprint quality.
0: Well, yes, but not with disguise of cars. Not, not with these current cars that, that yeah, can't even take just, it in tracks.
1: Just gonna try to throw it on the floor there. Come on, let's. I, let's, I, I, I think I, be a I, good I, idea. I
0: firmly, I firmly believe we need to get to next season, the next regulations, and see if what's been changed actually fixes what is currently wrong in Formula One in terms of the cars.
1: Yeah, fair enough. But I, I yeah, I, but I agree with you, Adam. It was exciting. Because Hamilton started, yeah, it back.
0: was. I mean, it it was exciting, and yeah, you know, it, it it's kind of manufactured in that in that way because yeah. Hamilton uh, of the pound but it still made it exciting. So yeah, it, was it, it did make
1: it exciting. Week. It
0: did definitely great weekend. Right, we'll I'll I'll, I'll tell you what
1: though, I will relent because there's one other point, but we'll come on to it probably. I'll go with a nine and a half.
0: Okay, that's not bad. Nine and a half. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm you do succumb, you
2: do succumb to peer pressure easily. No, me? I don't succumb to yeah.
1: it. I, it's one thing; it's consistency. In the rules, I think. Uh, probably yes, the one will, thing that was a little bit of a blight.
0: And you. we will come on to that. Um, there you go. My, Michael Mass is, I don't know, he, he's getting on my nerves a bit. I he guess. ain't
1: no Charlie Whiting, No, is he, he's not Charlie
0: Whiting, yes, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, OK, so let's do a little bit of news and stuff. So I was listening to um, the Beyond the Grid podcast uh, last week. Have any of you ever listened to, to that?
2: I think it's I, Will Buxton who does it.
1: I've heard of it. I haven't listened to it. I
2: know you I don't like Will I actually, Yeah, Will I Buxton. actually don't listen to it because it's Will Buxton who does but
0: it. But there's some interesting stuff in there. So so he did an interview with uh, Valtteri Bottas, and I thought it was really, really interesting. Some of the things that he said, so, so um, he was asked, you know, what the biggest difference is between him and Lewis, you know, at, at, at those years... At, at Merck. And Bottas was very candid and he said that Lewis can always perform at the highest level consistently. He is always there, no matter what, and I find that extremely impressive. No matter uh, what track, what life situation, what conditions, he always delivers. And he said that was the hardest thing is... That consistency of Lewis always being at that level, he just finds that just just blew him away. Really,
2: I mean, it's, it's, it's not a million miles from what uh, Rosberg has said since he retired. Yeah, right? yeah, the same same thing, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and
0: and another thing that he said that I found very interesting, he was talking about his uh, one year deals that he had, and he kind of pointed out that Merck don't have a number one and a number two driver. But in putting him on a one-year deal each time, it meant that Valtteri couldn't really ever upset the apple cart. So he had to go with team orders because he's looking for that next contract. And if he messed things up too much, he wouldn't get the next year's contract. So it's quite interesting to see, actually, if you've got one driver on a multi-deal and then there's a, there's another driver on a one-year deal, you kind of know the number one and number two drivers? Of course you do. I thought that was quite interesting. Of course. Yeah, I thought, I thought yeah. that was pretty, uh yeah. But it was a good interview. It was a good interview. i just listened to the one with Daniel Ricciardo now as well, and that's a good one. I, I do like that. Okay, so we've got some rumours around the uh, F1 at the moment. So there was the... um Saffnauer was linked with a move from Aston Martin to Alpine, but he's denied is isn't he? He said that he's staying with Aston Martin. I don't quite know where that rumour came from, really. But uh, it was an intriguing... I've not heard that
1: one. No. I've not heard that one at all.
0: Yeah, it was going around last week. And then there's also rumours, well, particularly today, that Audi is taking over McLaren.
1: Yes, um, McLaren have now released a statement saying that is complete and utter bibble. Yes,
0: they have, yes. Posh and rubbish but there's no smoke without fire is there
1: i mean mm, you say that i think a few years ago you'd be right but in the internet nowadays you can i reckon we could cook up a rumour come on what do we think yeah possibly. come on let's, what what would be a good rumour what do we think what do we think would be uh, would be good that i don't know Haas it has got Hass are going to take over ferrari How about that we could start that one <laughs> Gene Haas is going to buy out Ferrari, buy out the Fiat share in Ferrari. Start that one. But
0: McLaren, I mean, McLaren during COVID have struggled financially. So it doesn't surprise me if someone could be looking to take them over. Um, It would be a massive shame, I think, to lose possibly the McLaren name. You know, it's such a historic team. I'd be heartbroken.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, that, that would Heart not be broken. good. I, I agree. I don't. Yeah, now they have come out and said that the, the 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 Audi rumor is not true. However, it could be that they are correct and the Audi rumor isn't true, but it, it's somebody else potentially.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks like Audi. You know, want to buy into a team? They want to enter Formula One, particularly with the um, the way. But the, then they've uh, got, they've,
1: but they've going. got like. I mean, you know, how many brands have they got in that group? I mean, they've got Porsche, they've got Lamborghini. What else do they? Yeah. Need? yeah. You know, they've got enough brands that they can go racing. And Lamborghini used to do, you know, back in the day, they used to supply engines, I forget which team. Well, there was a Lamborghini team, wasn't there, for about a year or two. But they said yeah, they used to so. supply engines back in, you know, when people had V12s. Um, uh,
0: and Porsche. Porsche supplied McLaren, actually, in fact, for, for a bit, didn't they? Porsche um, Tag.
1: Yeah, they had That's yeah right? Porsche Tag McLaren as well. Yeah, no, you're
0: right. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we, are, we shall see what happens with that. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who knows who knows, but I don't want to lose the McLaren name from Formula One. that would be a massive shame
1: no um
0: and the next thing is, will Jeddah be ready for the for the f one in a couple of weeks, and I really hope they are because otherwise that could utterly ruin the championship uh race between uh Lewis. And Max, I mean... It,
1: is, is there a danger it might not be ready? They're still surfacing it or something?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so, so there's been a few stories the last couple of weeks where people have been visiting it and it doesn't look anywhere near ready, but they are saying it's going to be ready. So uh, I just really hope, really, really hope that they are ready. Well, because otherwise, pond, potentially, yeah. potentially Max could win the championship without actually turning a wheel. And that would be a massive shame.
1: That would be a huge shame. But, you know, based on the weekend we've just had, that would be awful, you know? Yeah, it's, it would, yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if, if any other part of the world can throw a bit of resource at it, it's, it's, it's the Saudis.
0: Yeah, very much so. And Max has said that if he does win the championship, he's going to use the number one number on his car for next season, which I know, Adam, you, you don't
2: like. I don't yeah. like it. I don't, Fantastic I idea, don't. I think. No, Fantastic idea.
1: F- Calm down, boys. Why don't you like it, Adam?
2: I don't, I just, I just think it's, it's, I think that, that, it age, looks beautiful. Is, that age has gone by though, right? That the whole ranking of or numbering of cars based off of the previous championship year and now taking on your number, you're supposed to have selected a number that's, that's you, that's going to be your identity. Why do you now have the need to just stick that? It just, it, to me, it's just more of that millennial arrogance and that, that whole kind of, this
1: isn't what it's about. Millennial, no, millennial arrogance. It's... You're starting to sound like a grumpy old man, Adam. Come Absolutely.
0: Oh, yeah. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's beautiful having the championship, the, the, the current reigning championship racing with number one on their car. It's iconic. It's amazing. And it should happen. There's a okay. bit of me, there's a bit of me that kind of hopes that Max wins the championship whoa, whoa, for that whoa, whoa. reason, for whoa. that very reason. There wow, you go. I've said that's it. I've said it. Statement.
1: That's, that's a big statement. statement. That's huge. I've I said mean. it. You need to not <laughs> underestimate the magnitude of that statement, Daniel. Yes,
0: Honestly. I know. I know.
1: One thing I have thought, would Damon Hill be allowed to have number zero in this era or not?
0: Oh i assume you could have any number you want, couldn't you? So I'm sure he could choose number zero again if he wanted. But there you go. There you go. And can you go right. into three
1: can you go into three figures or not? I don't
0: no, don't I'll
1: be tempted to have one oh one. Car one oh one.
2: Probably not. What? Probably not. Beginner.
1: All right, fair enough. I was gonna to say to sort <laughs> Genesis, you know. <laughs> Fundamental right and
0: thinking. then a couple of other things just to cover off before we oh, go well. to the song that is the curtain has come down on valentino ross's career in MotoGP. gp so i'm uh, very sad to see him go the man is a living legend
1: he is farewell to the doctor
0: yes the doctor the doctor so uh yeah fantastic career that man's had so it's uh sad to see him uh you know eventually retire really and this weekend, uh, Russell was out-qualified by Latifi for the first time. Mm-hmm.
1: So he, he mm. ruined his
0: record of not being out-qualified um, in, a, in a Williams over one lap qualifying. But um, yeah, yeah. No, so it was a good weekend for Latifi, really. So, uh, but maybe Russell's checked out slightly for in, in, until next year now in, in the Mercedes. I don't know. There you go. Right. okay. let's go to a song and then we can cover the qualifying and sprints. And Rich, this is one of yours.
1: Uh, It is, yes. Um, So the last tune I did was, uh, well, that was Miley Cyrus. It was uh, it was um, Nothing Else Matters by Metallica. And back in 2014, Metallica headlined the Glastonbury Festival down in Somerset. And uh, in the same year in 2014, on the other stage was... The are Manic Street Preachers. So I've swiftly moved to the Manic Street Preachers from Metallica. And uh, this is one of their seminal classics. This is uh, Design for Life. You're listening
0: to The Light Side. Let's go F1 show. And Jack's radio. And you are listening to The Manic Street Preachers. And that was a Design for Life. This is Jack's radio. And this is a Light Side. Let's go F1 show. So now we are going to cover the qualifying and the sprint race. And boys, we got to few bits to talk about around the rear wing issue on Hamilton's car and then his amazing drive back in the sprint race. So I'm going to quickly cover the results and things. So the initial Friday qualifying, as we call it. So we had Hamilton in first, but then he got disqualified. So essentially wasn't first. Um, Followed up by Verstappen and then Bottas in third. Perez fourth. The Gasman in fifth. Yet again up there, best of the rest, really.
1: Fabulous. Uh, Fabulous. Yeah,
0: yeah. Signs in sixth, Leclerc seventh, Norris eighth, Ricardo ninth, and Alonso in tenth. And then you had the sprint race, so obviously uh Lewis was Way uh, well started from the back because he was disqualified from the Friday qualifying. And the sprint race ended up with Bottas in first. So it's a good result by Bottas. He did what he needed to do and kept Max behind him. You had Verstappen second. Sainz third. Fantastic result by Sainz. Uh, Perez in fourth. Hamilton up in fifth, which was unbelievable. And we will come on to that. <laughs> Norris in sixth. Leclerc seventh. The Gasman in eighth. Ocon in ninth and Vettel tenth. So the winners for that really were Hamilton, Bottas, Sainz. The losers probably. Verstappen because he didn't get you know he he would have liked to have won that one I think. Uh, Gasly lost a couple of places, Ricardo lost a few places, Alonso lost a couple of places. They were they were probably the big losers. But the main huge story was the rear wing issue uh, that uh, failed the eighty-five millimeter test for the open DRS part, where hmm. it, it, the rear wing cannot open more than eighty-five millimeters with a ten newton meter push a force on it so in other words if um it's an easier it goes through easier then it means it's open too much and obviously it's illegal uh, how do we unpack
2: this so th- the... well i i think i think I first of all we have to make sure that we kind of uh differentiate between the, disqualif- the disqualification uh rear wing issue and then all of the um uh mudslinging that red yep. bull are are doing about that that Merck rear wing so that they're they're definitely they're two separate entities and the other thing I thought was interesting as well is I know you had said Dan when we were talking yesterday I think it was that or maybe Saturday that um, they had passed the test before qualifying Mm -hmm. and they didn't fail the test until after qualifying and also, I just read today, actually, that it only failed the test on one end of the wing.
0: Yeah, on the left-hand so they, side, was not it? Yeah, and so said said it was, a it, part
1: of it. Did they not say there was also, an, you know, there'd been an issue with it in the, you know, it passed before, as you rightly said, it passed before the initial qualifying. Uh, and they said that, you know, there was clearly a fault or something, an issue with it during qualifying that, that caused the yeah. irregularity, yeah. as you rightly say, only on one side of the ring. I mean, it was... Yeah. I don't. I mean, really let's, see what let's games let's, they would have got out of it. To be honest with you, if
0: well, but, so ironically, it could have actually made them slightly slower, which is what Merker said. But still, you know, uh, uh, yeah. I'm fine with it. You know, it was it was uh, it was illegal at the point of the test. I get that. That's fine. Okay. I mean, they. So you know, a fault somehow came in. So so there's no allegation of cheating. You know. Uh, Fia have said that the rear wing design is designed to be within those parameters and be legal, not illegal. You know, they're not trying to gain an unfair advantage. So that's clear. Um The whole scenario around it though, it, it was a bit of a mess, really, because what Merck was saying is that as soon as it failed the test, that rear wing was impounded. So Merck couldn't even look at it. They had no chance to be able to fix it yet. In the previous race in Mexico City, when Red Bull had rear wing issues, you know they were fixing it, they were working on it in the garage. So they did, they did it
2: again this weekend too.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So Mercus saying, "Well, why couldn't we have fixed it? Because then, you know, we can make it le- we can make it legal again." It, it was a real mess, and it was muddied the water because you had Max. At the end, touching the rear wing, and so suddenly, you know, clearly, Merck would jump all over that with with their lawyers saying, "Well, you can't prove he didn't break it, even though you know chances are he wouldn't have." But I'm sure that they were they were in those meetings saying, "Well, he's touched it, and then the thing's failed." You know, what can you do? I actually saw, and, it, and I mean, I was I was uh, uh, looking at my timeline all morning, waiting for the decision, I, and, and I'm sure the whole F, F world was really. Um, I did see something quite funny where somebody put on Twitter um, that they were still waiting for a decision um, and it's taken so long that Lando Norris is now a whole year older because it was actually his birthday on the Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. This <laughs> yeah, is quite funny. He's at the
1: grand old age of 22, isn't he? Isn't yeah, it?
0: that's right. That's right. Oh, but that's it was just, a, I think it was just a bit of a mess by...
1: The FIA, I mean... I tell you what, Michael Massey doesn't seem to have an authoritative grasp on the rules and consistently applying said rules. Mm, it seems yeah. to chop and change. And that's where, you know, I have a feeling under... He's, dear, he's dear, swayed dear old, by the teams. He's yeah, swayed by the pressure of the teams. Charlie Whiting would have, you know, been consistent from the first Grand Prix out of the box of the season. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and I think uh, it, it leads to that confusion and it leads to people making allegations of well you know is it one rule for one and one for another you know is it a case of trying to make the rules fit the narrative of where they want the championship to go and all this sort of stuff and just yeah it just breeds too much doubt in it and all the rest of it i don't i mean i think we i think we can see from over the over the course of the weekend toto wasn't particularly happy about this was he no
0: not at all not at all not at all. He I mean, was quite you know,
1: sweary on the radio. I quite liked Angry Toto this weekend. It was good.
0: Yeah. Um. Too. And you know, I mean, I mean, it created the great excitement because you know Hamilton's drive was absolutely awesome in that sprint race. He went from the back of the grids from 20th place to fifth place, and that overtake on Lando Norris was a thing of beauty as well uh, down the, uh, the 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 uh, into the Senate esses. It was. Mm, lovely, yeah. lovely, lovely overtake. Um, I mean, you know, th- it, I think that's going to go in, in history as one of the best drives. You know, it was fantastic. He he overtook fifteen cars in twenty four laps.
2: Yeah,
0: fifteen overtakes, and it was the it it, it's, it he that's now the record for the most overtakes per kilometer or something like that in 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 F one. But um, it, it, yeah, it is, it, was it incredible. is
1: it is absolutely incredible, and I I think just over the whole weekend Hamilton was just. He sounded like it was Hamilton, you know, in his first or second season of F1 and winning races again. It was just, it was all of a sudden the spark. And the, you know, he was enthused. But
0: but Hamilton loves that back against Mm -hmm. us. against the wall, the world is against us. That's when he really performs.
1: Loves being the underdog, doesn't he? Absolutely loves coming through and proving everybody wrong. So, you know. It, yeah. it was sweet from that perspective, but you know, I think, you know, we, we would like to see the rules applied in a slightly more consistent Yeah, way,
0: definitely. So obviously Lewis finishing fifth, he had an engine penalty because he changed the, um, uh, internal combustion part. So he went back to 10th for the race anyway. So he was starting the race now in 10th, which is, w- was a pretty good result for him really. Well, he was a fantastic result, as we say. But,
1: yeah, um, unbelievable, yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we'll come on to the race in a bit, obviously after, after a song, uh, just just cover the little bits. Um, so, did you see? Did you see pinned a, 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 um After the qualifying on the Friday, he made a mistake. He could have qualified ahead of Schumacher for the first time this season. He was actually in tears. He was in tears. Yeah, was he? What was? Yeah. What was interesting is it really shows that you're at the back of the grid, but every place matters yeah. to all these guys. It doesn't matter yeah. where you are. You know, you're not fighting for the championship. You're not a Max or or a Lewis. But every single place counts he, for those guys.
1: True. He also probably realises what I don't know. Quite, quite a lot of people think about where he is in the current pecking order, and yeah, it would, yeah, he would have been. It would have meant a lot because it would have meant it would have. I mean, I've just talked about. You know, Hamilton liking proving people wrong. mazapin has got every single person to prove wrong, you know. And that, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, so. that one bit, you know, qualifying above Shimaku, he would have at least been able to turn around and go, there you go, you see, I do deserve to be here. Yeah. It's not because yeah, yeah. my daddy's got lots of money. But um, yeah, it, so, it, but was it was just clearly it was, matters. It's good obviously. to see
0: that passion. Yeah, it was, it was good yeah, to see yeah, that passion. Yeah, completely. Because you know? sometimes when you see these people at the back of the grid, you kind of think, oh, they're just at, at the back, you know, it must be awful. But actually, they're just... The, the, they're racing their own championship, and that is with their, with their, with their sort of team. Uh, I will mean, um, yeah, put, well, I'll put my hand up. I'm pretty
1: sure Mazepin can get a house round a, a, a track far quicker than me. Oh
2: yes, way Sorry.
1: quicker. <laughs> he's much better driving than I am. There's no doubt about that. Yeah,
2: so. yeah, that's it, it, yeah. When, when yeah. that when that interview when that interview started, I thought, oh yeah, he looks like he's in tears. Oh, my Lord, he is not Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I, was, it. He, I was really he, quite shocked. I mean, he, he, actually, he ended up actually having to walk away from the interview yeah, because he was just like, I'm, you know, I'm done. I can't even I can't even talk about it anymore. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, it did. But anyway, so yeah, so let's get on to the race in a bit. So we will go to a song first. Um, and Adam, we're going to go to one of yours. <laughs> and then we did the race.
2: So I've chosen a song this week from a band called Airborne, which are a uh, an Australian band. Now, I'd love to tell you a big, long history lesson and all about this band but truth is i know absolutely nothing about them because this song selection was purely based off of title and the fact that it fit into the rock genre and this title by airborne is a song called it ain't over till it's over
0: you're listening to the light side let's go f1 show jack Drake. That was Airborne with their fast-paced song, It Ain't Over Till It's Over. And that was probably the same amount of energy that was in the sprint race and the race for Lewis Hamilton, I think. Adam, that was a damn good choice. Damn good choice.
1: Excellent. Yeah, very good choice, Adam. Well done.
0: Right, so on to the race then. So we had Hamilton started in 10th um, and he made moves pretty quickly and he was up to fifth within a couple of laps, wouldn't he, I think?
2: It was ridiculous, and especially when you think that th- those are short laps too. What is it? yeah. I mean, they're short laps. A short and you know, when, I, when I was, you know, he, you, know you, you get the first couple of positions gained on the start, etc. But then I almost blinked and he was up until like five, fifth and you yeah. think, oh, oh my and lord! It, this, and it was the fast cars
0: off. of the McLarens, yeah. the Ferraris, you yes. know, uh, Gasly, which was yeah. not started from the back and overtaking. It was the already fast cars, which e- exactly normally. Yeah. And if we look at you know Bottas in previous races, he's made that look look like it can't overtake in traffic. And then you have Lewis in that car. Clear, he clearly can,
1: can't it? Let's he? Let's can. be frank. <laughs> clearly clearly but One can. thing I did think is that when you, when you looked at the way he sided through the field on the Saturday and started again on the Sunday, siding through the field, you know, you, you, you can tell he's, you know, the, the, I mean, the, did, let's not muck about. It. The DRS was pretty bloody strong, wasn't it? Up the up that hill yeah, and across yeah, was, the start yeah. finish straight, um, but you could tell he, you know, he could almost line up when it was going to happen. Coming onto the start finish straight, it's like, yep, he's close enough. It's going to happen. It just, it's a pretty consistent. It's a short, short lap, but consistent places for overtaking, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, definitely. He, I mean, he, he, he he had a good little battle with uh, Perez as well. A couple, do of you laps know what? I that have to good. say,
1: set Checo. You know, and I know we we have slated him a lot. This season, and I started off liking him, and I I still do, but he actually I see really has stepped up again the last last few races, hasn't he? I'd say. Yeah, he
0: has. Yeah, yeah, he has. Because you, you had Hamilton go around the outside of him, and then Checo was was able to pa- repass him under DRS, isn't it, down into turn four? Mm.
2: And that so was, when you say he had a good so so the fact that he yeah. went backwards on Saturday and backwards on Sunday.
1: Yeah, yeah, in, yeah exactly. In, in context of the rest of the season, I thought the. I think, uh, you know, he was the only person to come back and re- retake Hamilton whilst he was siding through the field, yeah. wasn't he? Let's be yeah.
0: honest. No, that's fair. <laughs> but, but that was a good little battle. And then you had the mouth-watering prospect of Lewis and Max dueling it out once again. And we get to lap 48, and you have Hamilton cashing Max Verstappen under DRS and then going around the outsides at turn four, and then, well, tell me,
2: what do you think happened?
1: Max had no intention of making the apex whatsoever. Why,
2: why is that steering wheel, wheel footage not come out? Why do we have to, during a race, we can see the steering wheel of every other car on the grid, yet suddenly, in a, you know, a big decision like that, when that was the one piece of footage that would have told you whether or not he made an attempt to make that corner and it's not available do me a favor having said that having said that I'm really glad that he didn't get a penalty I'm not sure I would be feeling the same way had Lewis Lewis not ended up winning the race but I think it would have been a shame to have given him a penalty and then not had the ultimate result yesterday Sunday decided on track yeah that's a fair point however however I'm really concerned about the precedence that they have now set yep. for the next time they go to a, a, a circuit like Paul Ricard, for example, any circuit with a big long runoff like that. That's, that's my number one concern. And number two is what is he now prepared to do in the last couple of races? If it's, if it's the last race and he's ahead by a couple of points.
1: He'll it's like, it'll take him out hundred percent. He will absolutely take him out a hundred percent. He's gonna play
2: dirty, he's gonna take him out. The the thing is about this the thing is about
0: this is 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 it's the consistency. So you had Checo and you had Lando previously in Austria, was it? And they had penalties for less than what Versappan did.
1: And on the first incident. I will I will agree with your point, Adam. I think you had to let them race. And I don't think anybody in the stewards room had the, um, uh, had the minerals large enough to make a decision on those two gentlemen yep. uh, leading the championship and everything. However, I would say, let them race. You're allowed one. And then it would have been on the radio. Basically do that again, Max, you're getting a, a grip penalty or a five second penalty. or whatever.
0: Yeah. Penalties can ruin races and ruin the excitement of the sport. So, but, but it has to be consistent. So either you don't punish that and not just because it's Max or Lewis and because of the implication of the championship. But if you don't, if you don't punish that, then you don't punish people like Lando and Checo for it. You know, for, 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 exactly. It, it's, it's yep. con- how hard is consistency? It is consistency. And how hard can it be again? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Fiat just making a mess of it, an absolute mess of it. I, he didn't turn the wheel. He didn't turn the wheel. He ran him off the track. 100%. 100%. I mean, do it. Do, you do, can do see, you 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 see the wheels, like the wheels that have been turned, let alone not seeing the onboards right. of 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 him opening the steering wheel. Right. Right. Yeah. And the trajectory of the, of the car, you can just see, and it just yeah, ran them out like, completely wide. He
1: absolutely knew what he was doing. And I, I yeah. think the problem is we don't know. There is an inconsistency in the approach to the rules, because I agree with you. I think, you know, the, 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 the Checo Orlando incident, they should have been allowed one. You know, you can have one. Yeah, yeah. And then you get a warning. And that should be the consistency of it being applied. But
0: what know? I don't get is that the FIA didn't even investigate it. They said no and investigation. Exactly. That's what I don't understand is agreed. Really? They, they like, looked really at yeah. it. They they
1: looked at yeah. it and then they decided no investigation was they did look at it and then decided now. But then
0: yeah, but yeah. And then decided yeah, no investigation yeah. needed. I mean, really? <laughs> Are you gonna I, I just it absolutely baffled me. It really baffled me that did. It was just um I don't
1: know. Because hey, I don't it's, know. it's kind of I think we you know it's important that I think they do apply the rules consistently and we and we can be not as brassed off about it as we otherwise would be because as you rightly said Adam we we sort of got the deserved result out of it. And the second time he overtook him, and he just slammed the door in front of Max. Didn't he? As soon as he got past him, it was it was Which, like I'm, put, I'm well, pulling in front of you. Bang! When, you, well,
2: when, when he when he did finally pass him, that led to my favourite camera shot of the entire weekend. Toto Wolff and the, Toto Wolff. He was amazing. Wasn't he? <laughs> to the camera, just yeah. And you know that wasn't that wasn't at the FIA. That wasn't at Red Bull. That was absolutely right at Horner. I
0: believe yeah, he was just 100%, going there.
2: 100% and he Absolute was very very
0: sweary all weekend yeah because he came on the radio at the end very unlike Toto on the radio like that he came he came on and and, and just said fantastic drive lewis f them all and yeah. I was like amazing yeah. like unbelievable yeah.
1: Love yeah. Him. He's a very he is, passionate like, German, isn't he?
0: He was very fired up. But but in, in a way, that's good leadership, isn't it? Because the whole Merck camp now is fired up for the last three races.
1: Yeah, totally. It, and, totally, and, totally. And it's
0: real trench warfare now. It's like everyone's against us. And that's normally yeah. when you get people to really perform and stuff. And and yeah, yeah I, I think. And, that's and, and you, really, only,
2: you, you only had to watch the different mannerisms in him and Horner at the end of the race. His his was very much that right. Yeah, you know, we are we're done. We're fired up. We are going to go and get over this. People thought this was done. It's not done. We're ready. Yeah. And then Horner was almost a complete about face. It went from being this strong weekend to oh well, that was that was a damage limitation for us this weekend. Are you kidding me? That wasn't yeah. damage limitation yeah. for anything. Um, and then the comments about the car was is they were unraceable today. I think he knows that this is. Not only not over yet, it's far from over yet. And I think he has some serious misgivings about how competitive they're even going to be against that Mercedes in the last two or three races, and that perhaps the pendulum is swinging back. And if the pressure starts to affect Max that way, and it's, I mean, it has to be right to, to, to be, have that one hand on the trophy, especially on Saturday morning. You're
0: he certainly going t- to tighten up your driver, aren't you? Definitely. Oh, hundred yeah. percent.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. It's,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: It, it's what anyway. we wanted though. We've wanted this, haven't we? No yes, doubt. We have. We've and
0: and here's a little stat for you. Okay. If Lewis wins the next two races and Max is second, Okay, and Checo and Bottas take away the extra point for the fastest laps. They go into Abu Dhabi on exactly the same points. Correct. Yep. How mouthwatering is that?
1: That's a little <laughs> bit too. That's that's. You, you couldn't write it, or yeah. could you? I don't <clears throat> yes. know. It's scary, isn't it? It's, it's 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 exciting. It's like it's interesting to see. Interesting stat from the weekend. Uh, Lewis Hamilton has now, with that win uh won it's either the same or more Grand Prix than all Brazilian Grand Prix drivers put together. So that up? Lewis Hamilton on his Todd has won now more Grand Prix than all of the Brazilian Grand Prix drivers in history put together.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, there you go. With his win wow.
1: here at um, uh, at uh, at Sao Paulo. So it keeps
2: going, it? it's good. One quick it? one quick it's question. I should probably know this, but let's come back to your tiebreaker thing. They go into the race. Is there a tiebreaker at the end of a season? Does it go to most wins? Does it go to most poles? So let's say, for example, they go into the last race of the season on the same number of points. They're one and two on the grid, and they take each other out on the first corner.
1: Both uh, DNF questions goes on. Count back on wins in which case. Yeah, it would wins, isn't it? Yeah. Wins, yeah.
2: Wins, it would have Max to be, wins. right? I mean yeah, I, that that I that, would, so. that would that would that would be my guess.
0: Yeah. I I'm think not so. sure. But there you go. Yeah. So yeah, it is all becoming very mouthwatering as the championship goes along. And Ferrari have opened up quite a big gap to McLaren now. They've opened up to about thirty points.
1: I was gonna say about Ferrari. I was gonna say it because of the quality result as well, and I know where they ended up finishing, but mm have they really can they really sit behind Leclerc as a number one driver? I'm not
0: sure science is science has been job.
1: phenomenally good especially he, re- he really season. has I think he he's has. really thrown a bit of a curveball in there Leclerc I've not been you know we know he's fantastic the last few seasons, but you know he's really come up against it with Carlos has not he yeah Doesn't he has
0: he? yeah yeah, he has it, yeah very true i mean he's slightly still ahead in the championship, isn't he Leclerc mm. i think. But, um, he but, is, no, he is, but it's just, whenever you a, see it, they're, they're, it's a good they're,
1: they're right there, they're right yeah, there, they a strong pairing, and I do think if I was in Ferrari, we'd be looking at Carlos Sainz going, you might And
0: so, before we go into a song, there's another, just one little bit I think is lovely, is that I saw a video clip of Sebastian Vettel, so some fans found out what hotel he was staying at, and they were outside, and Vettel just came out. And spent some time chatting with them and signing stuff. He's a very, very, very nice and humble human being. Sebastian,
1: he is. He is. He's very lovely when he hasn't got a world title to fight for. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Let's that's be honest.
0: honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He knows
1: right. where his place is. He's more about an ambassadorial kind of uh, tone yes. that he's setting now, and he's you know getting getting up close and personal with the fans. It is lovely to see, and I'm sure he picked up some rubbish this weekend as well.
0: Yeah, and we have Alpine and Alpha Tauri all on 112 points in joint fifth. So that's another uh, interesting uh, constructors um, race going on, really. OK, so, Rich, let's come to your second song. Right.
1: OK, so so my previous song was, uh, was uh, obviously designed for life by the Manic Street Preachers. And the Manics are from Wales, as we all know. They're from South Wales. They're from Blackwood, which is in Caerphilly. And there's a number of uh, acts that have come from that part of the world, Blackwood, notably Shaking Stevens. But don't worry, we're not going for a Shaking Stevens number. Um, but another chap who's from there, who's also by the name of Steven, is Steve Strange. And Steve Strange uh, was the lead singer for Visage in the 80s, pop synth band Visage. And in that band was um, a certain mid And Mid-Year, you see, now you're all looking at this going, where are you going with this, Rich? Mid-Year, believe it or not, was a one-time touring member from between July and September 1979 on guitar and backing vocals with Thin Lizzy.
2: Yes, really?
1: he was. He was, really? th- he was a touring member of Thin Lizzy from July to September 1979. So uh, nice little fact for you there. So it brings me to Thin Lizzy. And I think because he had a bit of a... Get out of jail, kind of card that Hamilton dealt this weekend. Uh, this is one of my favourite Thin Lizzy tracks. This is Jailbreak.
0: Nice. You're listening to the Light Side. Let's go
1: F1 show. With Jack's radio.
0: That was Thin Lizzy with Jailbreak on the Light Side. Let's go F1 show on Jack's radio, and we come to our predictions and the end of the show. And Rich, you got your prediction right last week. So did yes. I.
1: Yes, kudos
0: oh, to you. Look good how happy to you. he is. Very happy. How about you. You. Yes,
1: kudos to you. First time I've done that.
0: Right, so so time is quickly going by. So let's get our predictions done. So, Rich, what are you going with for? Qatar? Oh, I'm going to carry
1: on. I'm going to carry on with the fired up momentum. We're going to go for Hamilton to win again. Um, and do you know what? I'm going to stick Max in second, and uh, I'm going to put Checo in third.
0: Uh, okay,
2: interesting. Adam, what are you going with? I'm going to stay with my optimist view. Mercedes one, two, Hamilton, Bottas, Max.
0: Exactly same as what I've got. I've got Hamilton, Bottas, and Max. Let's see what happens. Okay, and that brings us to the end of the show. So thanks for joining us. Um, please follow us uh, on our Twitter so we can get our contact out there, which is at lights underscore F1, and you can go to jacksradio.com and go to the listen again function um, and listen to any of our shows from the year. Um, and if you just want to listen to the music that we've been playing this year, you can go to our Spotify playlist, which is LOL GF1 Jacks Playlist. Um, and you can also find podcast versions of this show with the music removed um, on Apple Podcasts. Just search for Lights out, Let's Go F1 Show. Okay, so playing us out is a song. That I could just imagine going round Lewis's head as he was slamming round the track in the sprint race, and it is Queen with "Don't Stop Me Now." Oh, so boys, boys! Queen. Do you want to say? Do you want to say goodbye?
1: I do. Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: I can't wait till next week. I can't. And as I'm well. gonna say goodbye and drive safely.